Each holiday season comes with high expectations for a cozy and festive time of year. However, for many, this time of year is tinged with sadness, anxiety, or depression. Thanksgiving is no exception. That's my one big gripe with Thanksgiving. No, 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 I'm not anti-Thanksgiving, don't worry. It's just the opposite. Why should we practice thankfulness and gratitude on just this day? We should live in gratitude every day, and neuroscience can prove it. So in this podcast, I'm joined by Lisa Chapa. Lisa, tell us a little bit about your background. I'm a licensed clinical social worker and a financial coach. So in this podcast, we're going to cover the importance, interrelated but different, concepts of thankfulness, gratefulness, and gratitude. And I will show you why living in a mental state of gratitude can actually make you healthier and happier. You know, Lisa, we use a lot of terms in English language interchangeably, but they really weren't meant to be so. So take, for instance, motivation and inspiration. These two are often used interchangeably, but they're actually quite different. Now, I'm not going to get into it now, but you can actually go back to a previous podcast because I kind of break this down a little bit. Both very well-meaning when they're used, but they're actually quite different. So that's the same with our topic today. So let's take the word grateful. That's a good one, right? I mean, no one would say that being grateful is a bad thing, especially during Thanksgiving. The Oxford Dictionary defines the word grateful as showing an appreciation of kindness. This is where the difference lies. Being thankful is a feeling and being grateful is an action. In other words, being grateful implies a response to an action while being thankful implies a state of emotion. And this is the major point here. If thankfulness is an emotion stirred in us by memory or act, then like all emotions, it can be fleeting. We know that emotions are not permanent but can change quickly. So that's why experts in mental health uh, circles prefer the concept of gratitude. Yeah, and just to be clear, no one is saying that being thankful is bad. No, that's not the idea. But being thankful can change at the drop of a dime. But gratitude's a little different. The word gratitude is derived from the Latin word gratia, which means grace, graciousness, or gratefulness, depending on the context. In some ways, gratitude encompasses all the meanings that we just talked about. But gratitude is a thankful appreciation for what an individual receives, whether tangible or intangible. With gratitude, people acknowledge the goodness in their lives. In this process, people usually recognize that the source of that goodness lies at least partially outside of themselves. And here's the important concept. As a result, being grateful also helps people connect to something larger than themselves as individuals, whether to other people, nature, or even to a higher power. Gratitude is more than just the feeling of thankfulness. Being thankful is the first step, and we have to have that initial feeling to build upon. We build upon it by redirecting our focus into making gratefulness an intrinsic part of our lives, Lisa, and this is what's important. It can't be one day in November. It has to be 365 days a year. Gratitude requires us to stay alert for the role of others in our lives. This is different from the fleeting nature of the act of a mere thank you or feeling thankful one day of the year. Through gratitude, we get to make a sense of our lives and learn to credit our loved ones with the appreciation they deserve. So the key is keeping gratitude at the forefront of our lives. It's not just thinking about how thankful we are to have all that we have. 
It's about living out that gratitude through the simple things we do every day. Gratitude is a mindset. There is medical scientific data <clears throat> that living in gratefulness has powerful health benefits. Of course, it's clinical pearls, so we've got to get into the science of this. But this whole issue of mindset and mindfulness, to be honest, Lisa, right? Years ago, I thought that was kind of hokey. But it's not. It has definitely invaded and now lives in mainstream medicine. And the data, the science, proves it. So let's get into that next. One study found that more grateful cardiac patients reported better sleep, less fatigue, and lower levels of cellular inflammation. And another found that heart failure patients who kept a gratitude journal for eight weeks were more grateful and had reduced signs of inflammation as well. Several studies have found that more grateful people experience less depression and are more resilient following traumatic events. Other studies suggest that gratitude may live up to its reputation as the mother of all virtues by encouraging the development of other virtues by default. These can include patience and humility. So here's how it affects the brain. Look, several studies have demonstrated at the brain level that moral judgments involving feelings of gratefulness are evoked in the right anterior temporal cortex. In the same study, it was revealed that the reason why some of us are naturally more grateful than others is that neurochemical difference at the central nervous system. People who express and feel gratitude have a higher volume of gray matter in that right inferior temporal gyrus. This area can actually be modified and improved by the willful and habitual expression of gratitude. Neurochemical studies have also shown that when we express gratitude, our brain serotonin and dopamine levels increase. This also serves to decrease serum cortisol levels, modulating our stress response. That's right. It's a natural antidepressant. So consistent evidence has established that what we call these emotions or our feelings are actually neural activations in the neocortical region of the brain. A study conducted on individuals seeking mental health guidance revealed that participants of the group who wrote letters of gratitude besides their regular counseling sessions felt better and recovered sooner. Yep, it's actually biochemical. Given its role as social glue, it should not be surprising that evidence points to gratitude's social benefits as well. Research suggests that gratitude inspires people to be more generous, kind, and helpful, or pro-social, strengthens relationships, including romantic relationships, and may improve the climate and workplaces. Several studies have supported the link between gratitude and pro-social behavior. So here's the idea, guys, is that we can say, oh, we're so grateful and that's fine. We can be thankful. But living in a mental state of gratitude really does have neurochemical benefits. It triggers dopamine release. It triggers serotonin. It lowers cortisol. And above all that, it just makes you feel more at peace and just happier. So there is an easy way every day to practice gratitude. And we're going to get into that right now. First of all, you've heard it all before, and I know it sounds kind of corny, but it works. And I actually have one online. It's called the Gratitude Journal. Lisa, what is that? So a gratitude journal is it's your personal space to write down all the little and the big things in life that you're thankful for. So this gratitude, gratitude journal can fit in your Dear Diary section or your daily planner or your online notepad or on your phone. 
As you sit to express gratitude, you'll consciously can choose to focus on the good memories and might even recollect some long lost happy moments. And so here's the idea. You don't need a specific time of day to do this. I've actually learned to do this in the car on the way to work. You see, rightly so, I used to say, God, I have to be on call or I need to be on call. But even the words that we use, the words that we say can help express gratitude. So I now have changed that to I get to be on call. You know, I know it sounds kind of corny, but something happens to you when you say that. I get to take care of sick people. I get to train medical students and residents. And I get to have an experience with other attendings. And above all that, I get to provide for my family. That's something to be grateful for. So we can really do this every single day, guys. It's not about Thanksgiving. It's about having a mental mindset of gratitude. So as we wrap up this session and as we near Thanksgiving for 2021, really the end of 2021, Lisa, thanks for being a guest on our podcast. I'm grateful to have been here. Oh, she worked it in there. Now, listen, guys, would it be inappropriate if I said, look, my co-host, you're pretty cute. Is that that appropriate? Only if she's your wife. Yeah, that's true. Lisa Choppa is my wife. And even though we met when I was a resident, it's been over 20 years. And so, yes, I am very grateful for you. So guys, happy Thanksgiving and we'll see you on another episode of Clinical Pearls.